Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of It's Not Crypto with Brian Ross, powered by Our Town Gwinnett Magazine. And again, we are broadcasting live on the End Result Radio Network, and we are inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson Hotel here in beautiful Stone Mountain, Georgia. So away we go. Episode 10. Double digits, baby. <laughs> to me, that's that's a big deal. Um, double digits. I got to 10 episodes of a podcast on the internet, on the World Wide Web, on the line. Remember that movie, The Internship? <laughs> that movie was great. Um, on the line. Instagram. No, on the line. Okay. In- in- okay. So, yeah, this is a continuation of really episode nine, uh, which I feel... Again, very thankful and fortunate um, just to have some life lessons and, and experiences uh, that at my age now, 50, uh, I'd like to share you know, with my 40-year-old self uh, or my 30-year-old self, um, and even though I wouldn't have listened, you know, my 20-year-old self. And um, so, yeah, this is, this is uh, content that I procure, good word, procure you know, over a three, four-month period, and um, and I said in the last episode, I make all the mistakes. I uh, repeat the same mistakes over and over. Um, but my opportunity to, to, you know, have some guardrails and, and try and, um, you know, follow, you know, some of these life philosophies and success principles and then share, you know, on a podcast uh, helps me with accountability. So it's just it helps me with my support, encouragement, accountability, even the competition part of it. So. Uh, thank you uh, for tuning in and um, talk a little bit about just like what I learned in school, um, you know, versus what I learned in business. And so uh, like there's what school teaches you, um, you know, which is like go to college, you know, take on whatever, 100 grand, 200 grand in debt, um, you know, get the nine to five, you know, buy a house, buy a car, um, <laughs> get into more debt <laughs> and then just work, you know, until you're 70. And uh, what I've learned in business would be the opposite. You know, it's, it's, it's sales, it's investing, uh, it's networking, uh, it's negotiation, it's real estate, uh, it's social media, it's entrepreneurship, um, financial literacy. So um, just know if you're in that, you know, graduating from college phase of life and you're, you're stepping into... Uh, the the career professional phase of life that you've got everything out in front and it, and it's all things possible and there's just a lot to learn that's going to be really exciting for you um, and then again just remember I try and keep it simple um, with with some pro tips and so there's really only three things in life you know your health your mission uh, the people that you love that's it you know so again your health your mission the people you love that's it. Uh, pro tip two, if you want to be great at anything, you're going to have to walk the rope uh, without a boss and, and without a net. So if you want to be great, you're probably going to have to walk the rope without a boss and, and without a net. And uh, I know that's scary, um, but I think, I hope, you know, that this gives you a little bit of confidence in the right places to think about it. And consider what that might look like for you if you truly want to be great uh, walking the rope without a boss and without a net. Um, 
I know I've talked about the significance, you know, of a morning routine and, and just how much exercise has shifted my perspective in so many ways. And I really thought this was another smart way to look at it. Um, and again, none of this content's original, but I just, I, I, I save it. I, I review it. I, um, you know, put it all together and then I'm, I'm honored to be able to share it with you. And so I think when you become fit, like when, when someone becomes fit and, 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 an athletic, you know, individual, you know, people can tell immediately that you have several great traits. Um, you know, you have the trait of consistency. Uh, you have the trait of discipline. You have the trait of focus. Uh, you have the trait of delayed gratification. Um, you know, in a nutshell, you have grit. And the reason I say that is because no fit and athletic person just falls from the sky. Um, you know, you have to be consistent, you know, with your exercise, with your workouts. You have to be, you know, relatively good, you know, eating over a long period of time. And so that requires focus. Like that requires discipline, consistency, um, delayed gratification. Uh, and again, most importantly, just grit. And so trust me when I say this, it just says a lot about you. And, you know, you're the type of person that people want to do business with and you're the type of person that people want to be friends with and and you're the type of person that people want to have um, a relationship with and so just consider being that person or give some thought and consideration if you think that's something you'd like to see happen in your life and that's something again I've I've I'm thinking about nine years now of, you know, 41 to 50, just, and again, I am not some CrossFit, you know, goofball. Love you guys, by the way. I mean, seriously. Um, but I just have learned some things with a uh, good morning routine and, and a little bit of uh, accountability. So uh, another pro tip, all benefits in life come from compound interest. And so whether it's relationships, money, habits, anything of importance, all benefits in life come from compound interest. And I know what I'm going to say next, again, might come across as pompous. And you might be thinking, well, that's easy for you to say. Um, so I just want to acknowledge and say that you're right. I, I realize that everyone's um, situation, you know, is different. But again, in the spirit of like giving my 40-year-old self, or my really my 20-year-old self or my 30-year-old self, like advice, um, you know, not really knowing professionally how it all unfolds. The idea that I would wake up, uh, make coffee, you know, wear a suit and tie, drive through traffic, you know, work for someone for eight hours a day, head back home, eat dinner, watch Netflix, wait for the weekends and die <laughs> living like that should terrify you right so, i mean wake up make coffee suit and tie drive through traffic work for someone for eight hours a day head back home eat watch netflix wait for the weekends die now again that is not discounting any industry any job any career that someone is doing i'm just saying like for me i just I'm like type A. I just have to be out. Like I have to be in front of people. I just, I mentioned in a previous episode, I just, the, the autonomy to make my own schedule like that freedom is invaluable 
Like, I just can't have someone tell me you need to be here. Now, I did that for a long time, right? So I did that for a long time. But as I, as I matured and, um, you know, continued to think through what's important to me, like the ability to make my own schedule, that autonomy um, has made all the difference in the world. I do think 40-hour work weeks are just a relic, you know, of the industrial age. And, you know, knowledge workers, you know, function like athletes. And so we train and sprint then we rest and reassess. So we train and sprint, then we rest and reassess. And not everybody is in a position to do that. But if you know that that's out there, like you know that that's um, something that other people have have done the research, like there's a science behind it, then um, then you're you know, that much better for it. And I know being able to share that with you, um, is going to help me uh, going forward. So, uh, I mentioned I've got two girls and, and a son, he's five. So there's just some things that I've thought about, about, you know, with my children and things that I want to teach them. Um, you know, one would be chess. So things that you may want to teach your son or daughter at some point in the future, uh, whether it's chess or checkers, I'm not a great chess player. Um, but I know how to play chess. I think basic sales, uh, I think home repair. Um, I wrote down weightlifting, but I mean, you know, you just exercise. Um, how to think for themselves, self-defense, basic cooking. Um, you know, kind of like human nature, like why people sometimes you know look at things the way they do, or act the way sometimes that people do. Um, you know, just a daily gratitude. You know, there's just so many things. Um, that we have to be thankful for in life. I think social etiquette is, is very important in, in today's world, especially um, with young people uh, and children. And this is, again, like we, the Ross family circus, trust me. I mean, Adam's five. It's, he's spirited. That's what we used to we still say. He's a very spirited young man, which means he's a real pain in the ass and, um, and just doesn't listen and will embarrass me in public places. And I'm like, I can't believe that's my son. Um, but you just kind of grin and bear it, right? So public, uh, social etiquette, public speaking, um, which we know that's a fear that most people have. Like most people, um, fear public speaking more than they fear death. And so, um, you know, being able to talk with your kids about that, when to apologize, you know, I think it's hard sometimes for people just to say, I'm sorry, um, and be genuine about it. Um, how to throw a ball, how to catch a ball, (laughs) Um, how to make friends, and then uh, finally, how to throw a punch. And that's real, right? Like we all have thrown the punches where, you know, you almost break your wrist. I mean, you just have to get, you know, it has to be solid. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's something to <laughs> potentially share with your, with your sons and daughters. Uh, I guess it's all relative. So I do have a mentor. He's in his 80s. And, um, and he's got a net worth, um, you know, he's, he's definitely, uh, someone, he's a high net worth individual. We'll put it that way. And so I've asked him in the past, like, what's the key uh, to creating wealth? And here's kind of what he shared with me, um, that I think is relative to, to the world right now and society and just how fast paced, you know, everything is and how quickly, you know, money moves around and just kind of like how rarely, you know, we actually use money. You know, like now it's, it's just everything is just kind of digital, 
you know, and, and electronic. And so here's a couple things um, I can share with you today. You know, one is just know the value of a dollar. And, and that's hard, you know, because it just doesn't mean the same thing to the same person. You know, it, it means something different to, to everyone. But, you know, understanding, and I'm, again, horrible. Like I just, um, you know, a lot of times in my life, you know, if, if, um, if I want to make more money, I just get more bills. You know, like how, how about that for awful financial uh, strategy, right? I mean, talk about strategic ignorance. If you want to make more money, get more bills. I mean, that's kind of at times been my approach to uh, building, you know, wealth, but, um, but it, it's worked. <laughs> it doesn't work for everybody. Um, never carry high interest debt. I've done that. I mean, we've all, we've all, you know, had credit cards that we weren't able to pay on the monthly basis. And so we need to try and avoid that now more than ever. Uh, don't be afraid to ask for help, you know, try and improve, you know, 1% each day. Um, this one's tough. You know, don't be afraid to fail. Um, invest as early as you can. And again, that, that, um, financial coaching, you know, and acumen, uh, it's, it's out there. Like now, you know, you just have a dashboard with, with YouTube, with Twitter. I mean, there's just a lot, you know, that if you're interested in something, there's no reason for you not to learn as much as you want to learn in a very short period of time. And so just investing, you know, at a young age, obviously, uh, you've heard that before. Um, if you want to get rich, if you want to get wealthy, uh, building a business is one way to do it. Um, I think that affords people the opportunity to, to, you know, let their money work for them. Um, you know, outsourcing, you know, whenever you can. Like I did that. I made that mistake for a long time, you know, in my business where I was doing things, you know, based on my role which is really, when I boil it down, just acquiring talent and, and developing leaders. Um, but I'm also, I found myself like ordering people's business cards. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing that? Um, and so like, yeah, just outsourcing when you can. Again, you have to make those mistakes and, and over and over and over before you go, you know, I should probably um, have someone else, you know, do create a system, you know, um, for, for whatever it is that um, you're able to focus on, on you know, where you uh, add the most value. Um, try and automate your investments as much as possible. That's something that I've gotten much better at over the years where just certain money goes to certain accounts uh, automatically. I don't have to think about it. You know, for me, that's the best way uh, to build wealth where it's just, it's already gone. And so uh, being able to automate some of your investments and then just giving back to your community. And so I would say I'm not even close to mastering any of these, uh, but I am familiar with them. And I, and I do try and continue to improve on each, um, you know, on one through 10 each year. And so now I'm at the point in my life where I can start working on 11. Um, and honestly, that's, you know, that's a good feeling to be able to think about, you know, community. And, and you know, we were just talking about it uh, prior to us, uh, starting the podcast. You know, what we put into the lives of others comes back into our own. And I believe that. And it doesn't always look the way you thought it would or come back as at the, in the in the time period that you thought it would, but uh, I've always been a big believer: what you put in the lives of others will come back into your own, and um, and that's been that's that's worked um, for me over uh, over a long period of time. So let's um, where do we go next? What do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> um, 
I would say just no matter how many books you've read, no matter how long you've gone to school to get a certain degree, uh, there's just certain things in your life that you have to experience. And I think you'd agree with that. That's, that's, that's a fair point. And, um, you know, you have to experience things for yourself and hopefully learn um, so that when you come out on the other side, you know, learn from us. And then as you come out on the other side, remember, you know, this podcast, It's Not Crypto, revolves around the fact that there's no overnight success. And I've said it before, it's just the right activities, you know, over a long period of time. And so adversity is going to be part of the path. And, um, and hard days, you know, are going to be part of the path. And obstacles are going to be part of the path. And failure, as hard as that can be, is part of the path. Uh, resistance, you guessed it, part of the path. Doubt, oh, oh, doubt is definitely part of the path. And so if you signed up to get better, just realize you didn't sign up for easy. You know, you just have to lean in and do the work. So if you signed up to get better, you didn't sign up for easy. You got to lean in and then and do the work. Um, I talked in the last episode about, you know, the whole, um, you know, some of the, the culture now in cor- corporate America where there's the quiet quitting, you know, and then there's something else that's kind of new on the scene. It's called um, bore out, you know, where people are just feeling like they're not making a difference and they're just very unfulfilled, you know, with what they're doing. And so, you don't have to write this down, but uh, it might be worth um, rewinding that 10 second, hitting that 10 second button on your, on your phone. Your goal in life is to find out the people who need you the most, to find out the business that needs you the most, to find the project and the art that needs you the most. There is something out there just for you. And I think that you should know that. I hope that's something that, that resonates with you. Your goal in life is to find the people who need you the most, uh, the business that needs you the most, the project uh, and the art you know, that needs you the most. Uh, there is definitely, definitely, definitely something out there just for you. And the great ones don't work hard to get recognized. Um, they work hard because it's just who they are and, and it's what they do. Um, you know, our persistence is going to beat timing. Our execution is going to beat luck. And um, it's always it's not always immediately, uh, but eventually. And I've shared that before. You know, one of my core values is I'm just going to outlast the competition. Like, there's a lot of people that do a lot better than I am. They're smarter than I am. They, they, they just are, are better at business than I am. Um, but I promise you, I will outlast you. Like I will just outlast the competition. And so that's when I started my business 15 years ago, 35 and I'm like 50. And I've seen people that did a lot better than I did within my company, but they're just not here anymore. And I'm like, there goes another one outlasted that guy. He's gone. You know, like it's just, and it's not, you know, it's not a a mean or spiteful thing, but I just have known, um, you know, kind of in the hard drive for me that one of my, tenants, you know, for success is that I just know I'll outlast people. And, um, and when you know that, like when you kind of, that's when, when you're convicted about that, um, it's amazing, you know, how you can wear people down. <laughs> All right. A couple pro tips. You know, one is the more neatly you fit into society, 
the less free you actually are. You know, so the more neatly, you know, you fit into society, the less free you actually are. Pro tip number two, um, you want to be rich and anonymous, not poor and famous, right? Like <laughs> you want to be rich and anonymous, not poor and famous. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm the boomer. I'm not really a boomer, but my kids call me a boomer and I'm like, I'm not a boomer. I'm Gen X. I'm Gen X. And, and Gen X is very particular about um, punctuation, by the way, if you didn't know that. Like we um, Don't text me. If we're going to work together, if we're going to be partners, don't text me and use, like, slang. Um, there's something about gen- my generation, uh, being an 80s kid, where we English was, like, really important, like diagramming sentences. And so you just kind of, I don't know. And, again, everybody has, has grown up, you know, differently. And so, um, yeah. Semicolons, colons, <laughs> parentheses. I know, you know, I look at the sense, I'm going, okay, that's correct. Um, pro tip number three, get wealthy, get happy. Um, get wealthy, get healthy, get happy. Simple. Um, get wealthy, get healthy, get happy. Okay, another one. I was in uh, someone's office, and uh, they had this on their wall. And uh, it was kind of their guiding motto. And I thought, hey, I like that. It's a, it's a quote from George... Bernard Shaw, and just says, the reasonable man adapts himself to the world. The unreasonable one persists in trying to adapt the world to himself. Therefore, all progress depends on the unreasonable man. And the reason I share that with you is... You know, my leadership style, uh, I think, has always been, you know, he who has the most flexibility, you know, has the most influence. And so that might not work for everyone. And I'm sure there's many in industry um, where that approach, you know, doesn't make sense. But can we agree that just, you know, being really stubborn, you know, and hard headed about how you think things should be doesn't always work out? the way that you think it will. So that's just my two cents. I mean, again, it's, it's a little bit of flexibility. Um, I think, you know, gives, uh, at times, you know, a little bit more influence than you might think. Um, so just being open and available, I think is, is, and having that awareness is, um, something I've, I've hopefully gotten better at, uh, over a number of years. So I thought this was th- thought provoking and, and for sure, uh, for young people, something possibly to consider as, you know, again, not the way that you want to live your life. Um, you know, some people die at 30. Um, they just don't get buried until they're 80. And, and so the last 50 years, you know, they just, they existed, you know, but they didn't live. And so you just don't stop chasing your dreams. Uh, don't stop pushing your limits. Um, do not settle, you know, for mediocrity. Um, just ensure this isn't you. And so it sounds like a commercial. Every person dies, not all live. (laughs) Yeah. So I, again, I know I'm halfway there. I'm a half centurion. I've got 50 more. And so I just want to, I want to live those 50 as much as I can. I don't want to exist, um, those 50. And so, um, yeah, that's my, that's my vision quest. Great movie, by the way, wrestling movie. Uh, Matthew Modine, 
Uh, cameo by Madonna. Great movie. Shoot. Shoot. All right, so pro tip one, uh, again, you work for others until you can work for yourself. Like you work for others, which I've done that, until you can work for yourself. You work for yourself until you can work for others. So kind of a little play on words there. So you work for others until you can work for yourself. You work for yourself until you can work for others. And um, I think that's a good path or, you know, that's a, a more well-lit path, you know, uh, for some people that, you know, really do want to help and, and, and provide um, and add value, you know, in their community. Uh, pro tip two, remember, and this is a zinger, okay? So this is a zinger. Francis, you ready? Are you sure? Okay. Remember, we're born looking like our parents, and we die looking like our decisions. Boom. <laughs> I was like, man, that hit me right between the eyes. I'm like, remember, you're born looking like your parents, but we die looking like our decisions. I'm like, oh, you know, that's a gut shot. I mean, that's a, you know, kidney punch. That's, that's a long weekend in New Orleans, waking up in a bathtub full of ice and you're missing a kidney. I mean, that one can, can, that never happened to me, but, um, yeah, we're born looking like our parents. We die, um, <laughs> looking like our decisions. I'm like, wow, that one really resonates. Uh, pro tip three, the distance between dreams and reality is just discipline, um, you know, again, so the distance between your dreams and reality is called discipline. And then last one, this is the, the send-off, pro tip four. We just, all of us, let's stop looking back. We're not going that way, <laughs> right? So let's stop, let's all stop looking back. We're not going that way. <laughs> so I have uh, truly enjoyed um, being with you today, excited uh, for the future and in future episodes uh, of It's Not Crypto. Uh, really appreciate you tuning in for another episode. This is the End Results uh, radio network inside the perimeter uh, roofing studio from the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Have a great day. <laughs>